This is. This is. So then I told Gracie that she was terrible for throwing up all over everything constantly. I mean, it was really rude of her to vomit on your first edition copy of Mein Kampf. <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck? I mean, it's really weird. It's signed by Hitler. It's in a glass case. David, like, really likes it. <laughs> in one sense, I can... Okay, no, I, I know that sounds awful. <laughs> but, like, from a historical sense... If you imagine just how- signed copy of Mein Kampf. Yeah, first, by Hitler. First edition. A first edition signed Mind copy of Mein Kampf. That probably cost a ton of money. Th- that feels yeah, like... That's got to exist somewhere, right? Like, I mean, yeah. Well, it, it also feels like that would be, like... In a creepy pasta story where you go into this That's a no sleep title. What you described is just I threw up over my first edition copy of my comp, and now I wish I hadn't. <laughs> yeah, actually vomit is is what brings back the spirit of of Hitler. Hitler comes back and goes, Never mind, y'all are fucked anyway, and just goes off. <laughs> he says it in German, you're just like, What do you say? I don't know. Thank you, you thank you for reading my book, but also you are fucked, but goodbye. I can't do the fucking trees. Damn, I should kill everyone in the world. Uh, Eddie Izzard. I go, pre- shit. This is a terrible start. I mean, you can... This is amazing You're, you're welcome to, to cut anything you want. No, this I, is a, this is an amazing start. What are you saying? What am I saying? <laughs> what, are ah, you, what are you saying? My brain. Who's on first? I Who is... No, no when? <laughs> I'll do you one better. Wins on first. Wins on first. No, who is on first? When is on second? When will then be now? Later. How uh, much later? Soon. How soon? I, I can. Give, you know what I'm referencing. Uh, of course, I know what okay, you're good. referencing. Good, good, good. Okay. Well, I, th- I, th- I think that that w- that was a just a tribute to this amazing tome of literature we're about to read. Mein Kampf. Yeah, we, we're, welcome to <laughs> we read Mein Kampf. Welcome we to decide, under a comp analysis. Under Mein Kampf analysis. <laughs> I I really wish comp started with a C, and then like we we it's call okay, it, guys. He's Jewish. So. Yeah, we could call it but Mein Mein Kampf universe. I'm only I'm only the half Mein Jewish, Kampf but, cinematic universe. Yeah, exactly. The MCU. How does this? How, oh my gosh. How does this keep coming up? I feel like... For, I don't know why. Oh, wait, have we talked about my this comp is a, a lot? This, this comes up whenever you, we do... Not all the time, but it's happened before. By the way, hi, everybody. Mein comp gets involved. <laughs> hi, everybody. I'm Kayla Berry. Your host, David King, is your host. Hi. We have guest Ben Spiegel. Say hi, Ben. Hi. Uh, for for the illiterate among you, it's spelled B-E-G-N-I-E-S <laughs> bungles. <laughs> It's spelled beignet. <laughs> beignet! Dude, I, I love beignets because it sounds like people are excited to see me. <laughs> ben, <laughs> yay! <laughs> I mean, people just, just well, do that anyway. We're, we're always excited to see you. Well, that's very kind of you. Yeah. Kayla really took charge, by the way, in this moment. Thank you, Kayla. Yeah, You're thanks you for steering us back on track. We're, we're I, falling into a void of, like, um, it's not like we haven't had, like, a productive day or anything. We 
We got lunch. Mm-hmm. We uh, learned about a new Neil Breen movie. Oh boy, I want to watch it so bad. What I, was it? What was it called again? Twisted Pair. Which also, also like, which I, I kind of knew about, but I hadn't watched the trailer for it. For those who don't know, Neil Breen basically directs all these amazingly terrible movies. He's an auteur with no budget and no sense of how to make a movie. Isn't it really? weird? Like, but only kind of has a sense of how to make a movie. Here's the interesting part. He is technically an auteur. Like, an auteur yeah. is so... He does everything. Yeah, an auteur is a director who um, basically has a, a certain technique or a certain motifs that they use in every film. He has that. Yeah. He directs all his films. He has this whole motif about technology and stuff like that. And the environment. And the environment. And corporate greed. Exactly. Yeah. And then along with that, he uses um, sp- uh, similar storylines along with... Um, uh, green screen effects. Like, this is... He technically counts as an auteur, weirdly enough. Yeah. It's it's very strange. But also, uh, I'm, I'm really mad because Twisted Pear is actually, like, a baller title. That's legit. That's a great title. It's a really yeah. good title. And the I can guarantee, even though I have not watched it, it does not live up to the title. No. <laughs> Probably we not. We saw the trailer and we're like, oh, this looks so great. When he's awkwardly trying to hug, uh, an, an, uh, what was it, a hawk? Yep. Yeah. It was a picture. St- yeah. It's like Sorry. stock footage of a hawk that he's trying trying to put his hand on but he's not even in remotely the right place because it's like a green screen with him and the anyway uh it's absolutely so, bizarre. so we experienced that and then we got lunch and now we're gonna read a creepypasta yeah. because we can and this is what we do on this show after all every week without fail well, it's actually sometimes with fail. <laughs> is it the, the most case? of the time with fail is that the case now whenever our friend visits or we visit a friend is like hey you want to be on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> only the ones who have proven themselves worthy you must be inviting all of my friends to do this podcast i did uh, i used to do that i did i did uh do the blood ritual that was required <laughs> that's true we i, I threw up on mine cough <laughs> The Gracie did the ritual. That's yeah, yeah, Gracie did the ritual. We're, Gracie did throw up earlier, but not on mine comp, on mine couch. <laughs> mine couch. Yeah, poor yeah. baby. I think I we think had to clean it up, just, and it was sad. Just to answer like the the the, the query from earlier is like, why does it always come up when when we're hanging out? I think probably because it's just so weird that an evil dictator wrote a book. Like, I just think that's an insane idea. Is that like you you <laughs> yeah <laughs> you had you you. Like I don't know. I guess I guess most insane people have written a book at one point or another. I mean, think about all the manifestos that like uh, you know spree killers and school shooters write. You oh know? boy, like, yeah. geez. Yeah, don't don't even get me started on those. <laughs> we are not getting into that yeah. place. No, this is this is this, this is this, a happy place. Where instead, we read instead, we're horror gonna, stories. We're gonna read Sandman by Neil Gaiman. I wish we're gonna read the Sandman by author unknown, as far as I know. This is okay. Future David, can you take this part and move it to the beginning instead of? Just cut it over mine conf. No, I still think I still think you should do this with Clarissa explains it all <laughs> mash up. Mash mash. So if you want future David to mash this up with 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 Clarissa explains it all, but the 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 original bum 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 the Sandman. Yeah. Okay. Oh, or Mr. you could Sandman. go. Or you could do. Uh, Metallica Sandman. Oh, enter oh. Sandman. No, but do do the jazz version of it. Oh, like oh. The, oh, the the Richard Cheese version. Uh, I I don't know if it's Richard Cheese, but there there was someone on YouTube who 
took the audio from Sandman or like the the singing audio. So you have uh, whoever the the front man for Metallica is, and you have him going full. But like under it, you've just got this smooth jazz. Like we are so listening to that. It's actually. Legitimately, I really like that version of it. So often, never, never. <laughs> yeah, and like you hear him it's like, everybody out there, if you give a shit. <laughs> like, again, they're still playing smooth jazz under it all. I love it. That's, so yeah, sorry. So this is the Sandman, and I don't know much about it except can, sort of carrying on the pseudo theme we've been doing recently of reading a bunch of the stories that are in the suggested reading section. Uh, creepypasta wiki. Nice. Uh, so far, it's been a little hit or miss with the stories, and some of them were mislabeled and maybe shouldn't be there. But we want to see why these ones are suggested reading. Um, I, you know, the first one, which we, uh, a, a strange night in the city of angels, which I read with with, uh, with Alan, I thought was like a, like uh, knocked it out of the park in terms of what I think is a good short story. Um, so we, I want to see if uh, more of these stories continue to to hold up. Um, a diary of mine was a little bit left a little bit to be desired, but it wasn't terrible. So hmm. let's see how the Sandman is. So um, uh, actually, Ben, come to think of it, what was the last time you were on the show? I think the last time I was here was for uh, the silent movie uh, museum. That's right. That's right. That, that, was, that one was fun. That was a blast. I still think about it from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I only buy movies on Blu-ray, by the way. Still. Oh, good. <laughs> All your movies, every movie, even all, the all the movies are on Blu-ray. Right? You're like, what, what? What was the the old? Is what's that? It's the oldest surviving piece of film ever recorded, and it's just those people walking in a garden in France. Oh like, yeah, like you, you got that on Blu-ray. Yeah, I have a whole Blu-ray that's just that on repeat. <laughs> but weirdly, underneath it, it plays the Sandman. Oh, how bizarre! So it's synced up with them walking around in <laughs> French dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I think you're getting Sandman mixed up because you're starting to do like Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh my god. Isn't that Deep Purple? Smoke on the water. Water. That's Deep Purple. Fire. (laughs) Deep Purple Falls over sleep. Hey, let's read this. I I would agree. Cool. Let's Let's do it. Um, Who should begin? I. Actually, go ahead, Ben. Why don't you start? All right. And then Kayla, and then me. All right. uh, I volunteer myself last. I volunteer as tribute. I I'm I am the tribute. So you know, the paragraphs are really short. We'll take we'll go ahead and some of these are really short. We'll still just take a paragraph at a time, popcorn style. Okay. Those who dream by day are cognizant of many things that escape those who dream only at night. Edgar Allan Poe, Eleonora. Oh, we start with a quote. Yeah, I, uh, I dig it. And apparently he talks about naps. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't talk about throwing sand at people. I thought this one was really going <laughs> He just has doing. sand in his pockets and throws it in people's face. Ah! Pocket sand. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, go, go to bed and wait for the Sandman. Even as it came out of James' mouth, it seemed to him a strange thing to say, and he was not sure why he had, but for some reason it worked. Daniel went to bed. Good story. Anyway. <laughs> wow, it was really was, short. Yeah, it was way shorter than I, than I thought. Okay. The next morning, though, he asked, what does the Sandman look like? James was making breakfast. Daniel sat at the table, short legs swinging under his chairs. Nothing really, James said. It was just an expression. Yeah, when you get to read uh, Neil Gaiman's Sandman, you'll know what, you'll know more about what he looks like. <laughs> so, okay, I'm trying to process what the heck. Are I are they kids? It really I think James is. I imagine James is a, is a parent. It really just started in the middle. 
that's fine. I don't mind being thrown into the thick of things. Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, it's just that there's no description telling us anything about who either of these people are other than Daniel has short little legs. Oh, okay. Maybe James is, yeah, it could be the dad. Daniel is his son. Because yeah, he says, go, go to bed and wait for, Sand, for, wait for the Sandman. If it said like that, but... Okay. And then James so the Sandman is like Santa Claus for this child. Right. Or at least, well, he's, he said he, it's almost like he never said it before, but he just went about, what does a Sandman look like? Nothing really. It's just expression. Right. Don't forget to leave sand on your pillow for the Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the tooth fairy, apparently. Yeah. Well, Daniel has a response here, and that response is, what does it mean? Just something people say. He put a plate of eggs in front of Daniel and kissed him on the top of his head. He thought that would be the end of it. I mean, when you drop a, b- a load of bricks, like, wait for the Sandman, <laughs> you're going to have some questions, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, a kid would be like, what do you mean Sandman? Is is the Sandman just sort of like a discount Candyman? Like, you say his name once and he just shows up? I, I, He's like, look, look, well, read, the, read the next paragraph real quick. Until he saw the Sandman for himself. See? See? It's like Candyman. You have to say Candyman. Look, think about it. You say Bloody Mary three times into a mirror, Bloody Mary shows up. You say Candyman five times, Candyman shows up. See, Sandman once, he's just like, hey guys. Hey. Hey. I'm right here. I'm an express, I'm an express demon. I just roll in. What's up? That's how I'm going to voice, if the Sandman talks, that's how I'm going to voice him, by the way. Sounds good. Yeah. I I dig it. I'm I'm the Sandman. This is, how, this is how Sandman talks. Has Sandman? So, you yeah, got a really cool place out here. I don't really, I don't really know what this voice is, but this, this is Sandman. So I'm assuming James is Daniel's dad, but that's never said. I'm going to presume that or uh, that or Daniel, that or James is, uh, I don't know, a little older brother. All right, keep going. Caretaker. Oh wait, wait. No. It, I just read a little ahead. It is his dad. Okay. Oh, okay. I was really hoping it was just like this weird relationship where it's like he makes some eggs in the morning, kisses him on the head, and then just leaves. Like you never see him again. <laughs> you, you're you're my ex stepdad. <laughs> you're my ex stepdad. See you later, Daniel. <laughs> Dang. He was getting ready for bed and stopped by Daniel's room to check on him while he slept, as he often did. It was such a routine precaution that when he saw a pale, naked man sitting on the edge of Daniel's bed, rocking back and forth, it took a moment for him to process what he was seeing. Damn, this story wastes no time getting into the... You know what? I like how... I'm going to say right off the bat, I kind of like how succinct this is. It's just like, boom, here we are. It doesn't preamble. It's just, you're in there. Welcome. Welcome. Well, they they definitely aren't doing what, I, what I've noticed is a big problem in, in a lot of the stories that you've read on this show is doing a lot of front-loading that isn't necessary. Uh, the only thing I will say is it's just it, it's kind of jarring and it take it, it kind of takes me out of it when I'm when I'm first reading it just going like all right I have no description of who any of these people are I don't know why yeah. I, why I care but I do I do think it was like oh the Sandman's here all right well fuck you okay we're we're here we're in now okay so uh, he reacted the way any father would of course he ran into the room screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and for a moment, he thought about attacking the intruder. Uh, Whoops, sorry. <laughs> but then the man on the bed turned, and that's when James saw that it wasn't really a man. <laughs> it was a monster! <laughs> it was a pale, slithery thing, hairless and warped. Its joints turned the wrong way, and its body out of shape with itself. When it moved, it was like an insane marionette dancing on a stage. Mm. Does this have a... Uh, generic creepypasta monster. Yeah, does this have a generic creepypasta, like, fan art? I don't know. I uh, hope so. I'm probably going to look it up, but not yet, because I've, we got to keep reading. I freaking love that he did what any father would do. He ran into the room <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I can't help but picture him just like we're going. Arms waving above his head. Yeah, he's got those definitely those noodle arms. I get it. Like the first thing he's gonna do is run in and try and protect his son, but then sure. he's just like, oh, it's literally Slenderman. Basically, oh yeah, it's it though. It's it's the rake and Slenderman pushed put together. James froze. The skittering thing watched him. He felt spreading warmth, and he realized he'd pissed his pants. Mm. Only when he remembered that Daniel was there, still there in bed, staring at the broken-shaped thing sitting a foot away, did he regain the courage to move. He grabbed Daniel and ran. In the hall, he turned to see if the thing would follow, but it didn't. For a moment, it watched, and then, moving like a stop-motion nightmare, it crawled to the window and jumped out, leaving only the billowing curtains to mark its passing. That's a great analogy, stop-motion nightmare. Moving that, like a stop-motion nightmare. I like that. Nightmare. I like that a lot. I mean... Henry I, Selleck sent this monster after you. <laughs> well, is it, are they saying it's kind of like the, the, the Ray Harryhausen monster? I, I would have the same thought you did, too. Ray Harryhausen type of monster. Or, like, maybe... Um, this oh, is a Leica ba- or Basket Case. Well, which one's Basket Case? I don't. Uh, Basket don't Case one. is a horror film. Um, with, that's about a. Um, oh, it, it, like, it's the guy who's got a. He's got a. Conjo- not a conjoined a, twin. It's a what do you call it? It's um. Half- Siamese twin. It's a- New. It, yeah, it's sort of a Siamese. It is a Siamese. It was a Siamese conjoined? twin. It basically it's it was they were conjoined twins, but the twin itself is not fully formed. Okay. It's just like a face and teeth. With uh, it's just with a blob, a tiny hand, like yeah, a blob face. It's just a blob, but um, during when you see it actually move, they make it a stop motion. Oh, interesting. <laughs> figure. It is a fascinating movie. It it definitely has a cult following. So yeah. Well, that that there was also a a real case of something similar to that. Uh, I believe it was like the early 1900s where a guy had another like. Face. Yes, I actually him. I know of this. It's a uh, Mandrake is his last name. Um, Edward Mandrake or Mondrake, something like that. Uh, he apparently had uh, had a face in the back of his head, and he claimed that it would whisper to him Ooh. or tell him to do horrible things. It, it led him to commit suicide. Well, he, yeah. Well, he he asked them to try and remove it, and they were like, uh, "We uh, they either couldn't or wouldn't." And uh, then, like, it was, like, a few weeks later or something like that that he he ended up killing himself. Yikes. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, like, I mean, that guy sounds like a real-life uh, Furukuchiona. Furukuchiona. The, the woman with the mouth on the back of her head. Oh. oh the one that yeah, always yeah. whispers and screams at you if you don't feed it. Mm. Yeah. It, isn't that a uh, character that was used in um, Skullgirls? Uh, oh, you're thinking of uh, Philia, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Philia and Samson. Yeah, I, I uh, um, it, it also <laughs> quick, quick, uh, a very quick side story. I, I was playing a D and D campaign recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going through the the, the base um, um, campaign that comes with you know the um, when you buy the base set. Uh huh. Um, and uh, what ended up happening was uh, one of uh, one of the characters pissed off the goblin deity. And so whenever it was nighttime, all these goblins would come attack us. Oh, no. But then, like, a weird side cannon thing that we, that <laughs> just cracked us up was that uh, the, the, the goblin demon or whatever uh, had, like, brandished itself on the back of her neck. So there's just this gross, like, monster goblin on the back of her head going, oh, <laughs> That's crazy. 
Um, wow. The, kid, the character, uh, by the way, the man with two faces, Edward Mordrake. That's Mordrake. Mordrake. He needed more Drake. I, I found a picture. Dude, that picture's nuts. Wow. Yeah. That's so anyway, uh, our salmon doesn't have anything on the back of his head, as far as I can tell. Uh, James had trouble talking to the police. He reported a break-in, but when asked to describe the intruder, he didn't know what to say. How could he make the ordinary man in the blue uniform sitting at his kitchen table while two of his colleagues searched the house understand a thing like he'd seen? He couldn't even understand it himself. To make it worse, Daniel's memory did not correspond to James. He described an ordinary-looking burglar. (laughs) A man in a mask, he said. James thought about it. Had it been a mask? No, it would have been a full costume and an elaborate one, something like they would use for a movie. (laughs) A xenomorph. (laughs) (laughs) He was a beetleborn. Oh my god. (laughs) And that would not have even explained the way it moved. But in the end, he simply echoed his son's testimony. A man in a mask, he said. A burglar. The lie unsettled him almost as much as what had happened. Well, when when a literal spider man comes in here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A spider clay face man. Uh, The doctor said Daniel wasn't hurt and showed no signs of molestation. James was relieved. They stayed at a motel for a couple nights until they felt ready to come home. And then James had a new security system installed, along with bars on the windows. He didn't like the sight of them in Daniel's room, but it seemed like the only thing to do. Bar. So watches these bars do nothing. To do. Wouldn't it be cool if there was actually a story where um, general security actually did stop the supernatural entity from getting in, so it had to get more creative on how to get into the place? Yeah, but Jeez. David, David, that would mean the writer would have to be more creative. Oh! oh. Oh. I mean, so far the story's not terrible. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's not wowing me or anything. Yeah. No. but also bad. that 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 wasn't a dig at this particular writer. No, I, I know say, that. Uh, <laughs> I know that. I just it's just me me thinking ahead when it comes to like the yeah. tropes I kind of expect with stories like these. Mm-hmm. So well, uh, there's 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 only uh, one more paragraph where it's like, and it worked, and they never had any trouble again. <laughs> the end. Oh man, yep, we're done. Bye. No, so. Um, James was frightened that first night back in the house, but Daniel strangely was not. When asked if he felt okay sleeping alone, he just said yes. In the end, it was James who found himself wishing he were not sleeping alone. He was up all night listening for the sound of anything moving in the house. Although he had convinced himself that his memory was faulty and, uh, and that it had been a normal, albeit probably deeply disturbed, man in his son's room, when he closed his eyes even for a moment, he pictured bloodless skin and a twisted inhuman face (laughs) he puked a little bit on his copy he found himself wondering why my house why my family my family he knew of course that there didn't have to be a reason but still he wondered so this guy's a single dad yeah he uh I, w- I wonder. I wonder what happened. If the, if they'll talk about what happened to the to the uh... to like his wife, or maybe his maybe he got cus- or he maybe he got custody of his son, uh, or or he uh, divorced or or yeah. the widow, a deceased parent, or yeah. it could just be like a girlfriend he uh, impregnated and, and like she's like I don't want this, and so he took the baby. Yeah, uh-huh. I was gonna suggest that too. Um, or he never got married and just adopted a kid somehow. That's a possibility. Or. He, uh, uh, what's the thing where, like, like amoebas split? Osmosis? Yeah, he, he osmosis. He osmosis. He osmosis the son. Oh, he cloned himself and made it, <laughs> and it's the mini-me. <laughs> like Boba and Jango Fett in the Yeah, we don't know he's a child. Kind of clones. We don't know he's a child. All we know is that he, uh, he has, he has tiny legs. 
It's an it's. <laughs> He's a normal sized man. He just has very small legs. <laughs> Which is he, his arms dragging on the ground though. Yeah, it's he's, really sad. Yeah, he's a little bit. He's like Toulouse Lautrec a little bit. <laughs> wow. Uh, is it me? Uh, did you? Re- I I just read so. Okay, it's, so it's, it's me. Two weeks later. Two weeks later, Daniel stopped talking. James didn't notice at first. <laughs> Kids went through quiet phases sometimes, but eventually he tried to get Daniel to talk, and he wouldn't. Eventually became clear that he couldn't. Ooh, oh. that's kind of creepy. Back to the doctor they went. Nothing wrong with him that we can see was the diagnosis. Was it a trauma, James asked? Could be, they said. Sometimes these things come on late. Children can be a mystery even to those who know them best. They recommended a child, they recommended a child psychologist whom James couldn't afford. He could not, for that matter, even afford the bill they were giving him now. And yet, he can afford a house? Uh, maybe they I can see him scraping by. They he did, oh, he, spent, he did spend all that money on a security system and bars on all the windows. Did, yeah. he, did he also invest in a fireproof house? Oh, <laughs> we bought a completely flame-retardant this is, this house. Is, this is Jerisim's dad. <laughs> oh, oh, this is how it began! This is a witness protection program, and Jerisim's name was briefly changed to Daniel to protect him. <laughs> That's that would be insane. Also, I like uh, I like that they, they, they specified that they should see a child psychologist, which I like to imagine is a child who has like a PTH, <laughs> uh, PhD. PhD. He has PhD. PhD in psychology. <laughs> yeah, he has a PhD in psychology. And he's like, so what seems to be the problem? Oh, uh, it's a slender man. I've seen those. <laughs> An actual, like, good child psych- psychologist who's, like, unlike Dr. Apathy, comes in and is just like, oh, your child is literally being tormented by creepypasta monsters. You know, <laughs> something about it. What? Well, yeah, no, it happens all. The- it happens more often than you'd think. Yeah. Well, I, I also like that the doctors are-, are, were at least prescribing advice and he just can't afford it. So that's, that's- <laughs> I can't afford your advice. I can't <laughs> In fact, how much are you charging for this advice? Why did I come into this clinic? Can I return your advice? I, I can't. I don't. I told you I don't have we, the money. We, sir, we have a strict no refund policy when it comes to advice. Ugh. You've already got it and now it will never leave you. So uh, that'll be uh, $49.95. $49.95. Oh, no. I spent double that on my security system. If you like, I can give you some advice about how to like lower the cost. Oh, yeah, sure. It'll cost you $10, though. Uh, okay. Wait, was that the advice? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was act- well. That was sort of a pre-service fee. I'm gonna need two dollars. Oh God, two dollars ripping me off. Uh, where were we? I'm sorry. Uh, I think yeah. I-, I think it was my turn to read. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. <clears throat> Nothing seemed to help. Daniel would write out answers to questions sometimes, but never more than a yes or no. <laughs> Does doesn't answer uh, like it was like. So what do you want to watch on TV? Yes. <laughs> When James... Oh, right. and then it turned out there was a, uh, a rerun of a live concert by the band Yes. So. <laughs> That's what he wanted to watch. Yeah. He was really into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and when he found out through the internet that Yes had dubbed the ending music, he went and looked them up and became a fan. Is that real? Did they really do that? Yeah, well, no, well, you know, uh, what, no, well, in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, it's not like Yes wrote the music for it, they mm. used a Yes song oh, okay. for, for sort of the JoJo end credits okay. in the first, like couple uh series of the uh, it's the first couple story arcs of the anime oh that's awesome and so yeah and uh, second second arc is walk like an egyptian oh really yeah Damn. no they keep using like rock like older rock music which is pretty cool <laughs> that's awesome rock and pop and stuff anyway when james would ask him what was wrong or if he'd seen it or heard anything that frightened him daniel would only stare he seemed uh furtive furtive, furtive yeah furtive 
uh, furtive and bemused. James found himself missing the uh, sound of his son's voice. Sometimes he wanted to hear it so badly that he ached. Oh, it's a fucking good dad. <laughs> no, no kidding. But it seemed that Daniel would not talk again until he was ready. I mean, that kind of stuff happens. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you're, you're when Jack Skellington breaks into your room, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it is totally Jack Skellington. He's a claymation. Yeah, I'm, I can't... That's such a good line. Stop motion nightmare, though. I, I like that. that. Anyway... James had other things to worry about, too. He was convinced beyond reason that the intruder was not really gone. Though the alarm never went off and the locks and bars remained disturbed, he was sure that he heard moment or movement in the night. Not normal movement. It was a sound like a huge snake slithering through the house. Oh, no. Beetlejuice is here. <laughs> uh, I actually had the same Dale. When we when he heard it, he imagined horrible things. Nothing was ever there when he went to investigate, though he often thought... He glimpsed, he glimpsed something just out of the corner of his eye. A pale foot or a misshapen shadow that would slink away as soon as he turned. I feel, I, I mean, it's like this, there's, uh... Is he paranoid? I, it, like, so far it's good, but you're right, there's nothing, like, terribly special. I do find the child not speaking interesting. I did not expect that. Yeah. As, but there's a couple things, you know how sometimes it's like they don't, some people don't overshare? or yeah. or, they, or not overshare, or they don't. They tell too much, or they're a front-loading. Yeah. I feel like this could do a little bit better with slight background. Like, I kind of want to know earlier, like, oh, Daniel was his son. Maybe get an idea of how old this kid is. Maybe try to figure out what the heck is this kid's situation with his dad. Like, and what I mean is, like, is he a widow? Is he divorced? Like, I kind of would like to know this ahead of time. That way would be, I mean, it would be even better to bring it up, um... Like, we don't have enough money due to this reason. Like, I, um, I don't get, it's like, I pay for alimony along with other stuff. Yeah. Or I got screwed over in the divorce. Well, that makes sense. I mean. Karen took the kids. Karen took the, well. That goddamn bitch, Karen. Karen did. Karen. Karen. Karen didn't take the kids. Uh, clearly. No, just that, that, that weird meme that was going around for a while in those, like, Smash, Smash Ultimate replays. It was just like, Karen took the kids in the divorce. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the details, uh, these sort of details should be brought up earlier if they're, or they should be brought up in general, just to get a bit understanding of this person's situation. Also, how are, uh, I mean, how much do bars cost? I've never heard of someone putting bars that on a window. Could, that's a good question. I don't know how, but I, you know, I wonder. Like, you gotta, you gotta wonder how relevant some of that information could the, be. The, the alarm, would be, the alarm they, system, I totally understand. But yeah. like, um, getting bars, the bars, I don't know. And maybe it would be interesting if they put like he couldn't even afford this. Heck, it, even the bars were too were a hefty thing. I again, it's doing good so far. A touch more detail. Yeah, not too much, but not, just, not just a much. little bit more. Yes. A little a little bit of, like, extra pepper on top. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Uh, he, he rarely slept, and when he did, he had haunted dreams. Mmm, haunted dreams. Dun, dun, dun. Soon, he realized he had not left the house in weeks except to go to the bank and buy groceries. So, two things that involve leaving the house. He felt hemmed in. Uh, with Daniel acting mute... He hadn't had an actual conversation with anyone in weeks, so he called his mother. Oh, okay, so there is a wife. No, his... His mom. Oh, oh, it's his, his mom. Oh, it's... it's James's she, mother. Okay, so never mind. Yeah, what's, what's, what, what's crazy is that, uh, so, um, 
What's what, what's the dad's name? Do we know his name? James, right? It's James. Yeah, James yeah. and Daniel. Yeah, James is uh, uh, James is sixty seven. His son is like thirty, and <laughs> <laughs> his mom is nine thousand years old. Over nine thousand. That was a long time. Also, ago. Uh, he went to the bank and buy groceries. Does he work at the bank? Why? I mean, to pay for the groceries. He got to get money. Well, out. no, but we what, don't does know what he James work? does for a living? Yeah, well, he hadn't left the house in weeks in order to do. I guess. Yeah. I, is, yeah, he, is, he a, is he a work? Is he, is he a work stay, from home? Yeah. Again, just tiny details to get a little sense. It doesn't. It, again, it's just a few sentences of like, uh, he rarely left the house in a few weeks except to uh, go to the bank where he works or uh, go to the bank and buy groceries. Mm. Luckily, he. Uh, and, um, Luckily, he has a job that supports him. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. For the most time, he just spent. Uh, well, I presume Daniel's going to school. Is he having a hard time not talking when it comes to him being, you know, doing his schoolwork, being around his peers? Yeah. Like, what? How does this affecting? I'd like to know how this is affecting Daniel's no. life. How it's affecting the, you know, the connections maybe outside of just James. Yeah. Well, D- Daniel goes to community college. So also, that's... how old is J- how old is Daniel? We don't it, know. How old. He's thirty-seven. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Wait, he gained seven years in the last few seconds. <laughs> oh, maybe he's aging in reverse, though. He's like Benjamin Button. Yeah, he's, 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 he's definitely Benjamin Button. In this. <laughs> uh, all right, anyway, so he called his mother. Yeah. Uh, the connection was bad, and her voice sounded faint, on the verge of being not there at all. Uh, I guess I'm okay, Ma, he said, pausing to wipe the sweat from his palms and then make sure uh, he could hear Daniel playing in the next room. I mean, how could he hear him if he's not <laughs> saying anything? I could, the, the, this is the sound of Daniel playing in the next room. <laughs> Son, knock once if you're having fun. Good. All right. Well, that's all I needed to know. <laughs> uh, but things have been a little rough. We had a break-in. Oh, how awful, Mom said. Did they take anything? <laughs> my, my, my son's voice. <laughs> they stole his voice and ran away. <laughs> um, Nah... Just ran off. It was weird, though. I haven't really felt comfortable since then. Are you still working at the hospital? Oh, he works at a hospital. Oh. Why hasn't he been there oh, in weeks? Or he did work at a hospital. Yeah. No, Ma, I left last year. You know that. Oh, well, have you been getting out? What about that nice woman you were seeing last year? The one who played the piano? James scowled. She was always asking that kind of thing. Didn't she know how hard it was being a single father? That, uh, that he didn't have the time. He's about to say so when something made him pause. Also, now we're getting this 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 uh, rapid fire of information. So that's that's good. I I don't I think it could have been better planted elsewhere. This is kind of now like yeah here's back here's some exposition. Yeah. yeah yeah. Oh, it's me. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, uh, Ma, is there anyone else on the line? I don't think so. James was sure he heard it though. The short. Uh, gasping sound of someone trying to hold their breath and failing. A cold feeling uh, crept across the back of his neck. You sure nobody's listening on your on the other on 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 on. <laughs> you sure nobody's listening on the other on your other phone? Dear, Dear oh, sorry. <laughs> no, all together now. Dear, Dear there is no other phone. I'm on the cell. That's why the service is so bad. <laughs> Okay, then I'm taking this. Go ahead. Sorry. Then, then what is James stopped? If the sound wasn't coming from her hand, then the calls were coming from inside, inside the, the house. house. <sighs> this is the this is the sound of the breath on the phone. 
uh, hey, Vayer, you might want to get your filter replaced. <laughs> okay, I'll get it. Get it replaced. Sorry. Wouldn't that be awkward if we, instead of doing popcorn style, we just all tried to read every paragraph together at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be really disconcerting, actually. Right? The listeners are going to hate us. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just, someday, that's a challenge. He dropped the phone and raced to the hall. The extension hung on its hook, undisturbed. Heart pounding, he hurtled into the garage. The spare phone sat on the workbench. No one was in sight. But could they have been? Could someone have been here all along, listening to his phone call, and then slithered away? Might they have? Might they be here even now? <laughs> listening to his very benign phone call to his mother, where they just explained his backstory. The next day, he took out the extra phone extensions. He filled in the jacks with rubber cement. Danny watched him work. I was curious, but James offered no explanation. Huh. Maybe he's not speaking because his dad is going insane. <laughs> Basically, I feel like his dad, his dad's having a much harder time than Daniel is. His his, his dad realized he's in uh, uh, Jason and the Argonauts. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> he began giving Daniel a light physical exam every week. His CNA training was a little rusty after a year on disability, but you never really oh. think, oh, he's on disability. Oh. It was an absurd thing to do, of course. Even if there was a physical cause for Daniel's behavior, it would be nothing he could discover this way. Or it would be nothing he could discover. Uh, it's okay. kind of a weird sentence. Yeah, it is. It would be nothing he, he could, could discover, discover this, this way. way. Huh. I still don't quite understand what that means. Eh, I mean, I get I get what it means. Yeah. It's just uh, a little odd. Yeah. yeah. And he was aware on some level that it was compulsive behavior. Nevertheless, it made him feel better. Nah, take an agency where you can in cases yeah. like this. One morning, James set the diaphragm on the stethoscope against Daniel's chest, but he could not locate a heartbeat. What? He, he moved his hand in search of the right spot to no avail. Then, to test it, he listened to his own heartbeat. It came through steady and clear. When he checked Daniel again, he didn't hear anything. A thought came unbidden to him of the Tin Man and the Wizards of... The Wizards... The Wizards? <laughs> you know, the Definitely. multiple Wizards of Oz? The Wizards of Oz, whose chest was empty as a kettle. <laughs> That's a neat little twist. Okay, this could be intriguing. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, I feel again. like, yeah, the interesting parts are from Dan- Daniel's... Daniel's chin. condition? Yeah. yeah. He has a condition. <laughs> He's got, got a condition! Why have a condition? <laughs> That's a that's a deep cut. That's, a, that's an in joke. Yeah, a deep in joke. It's like one of the first things I think you ever showed me. Like, hey, check out this thing I made with my friends. And I it can't was a western thing. I can't believe you ever trusted my filmmaking skills after that. <laughs> Are you kidding? I, I can't believe you still trust your filmmaking. No. Whoa! I, can, I still go back and watch it on occasion because it's hilarious. It is pretty funny. Uh, that was something that. Uh, in case, in case anybody's wondering, I'm gonna put a link to Western Thing. Might as well. It's it's a short film that uh, uh, me and my friend wrote at two in the morning, and then called up our friends. It's like, hey, do you want to go film on the CSUN campus? Uh, and so yeah, we is it's just this dispute between uh, myself and our, our our good buddy Sean. That's good old Sean. Good old Sean about who owns the, like the land in front of the library in front of CSUN, but it's done like a a, a Western. And I'm actually pretty proud of some of the shots in it because it, 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 I think I shot it as best as I could at the time in very, like, you know, big, broad Western style. But it's just so goofy. It is. <laughs> well, you told me that you and Kyle were up to, like, what, four in the morning writing it? Yeah, yeah. We, so, uh, he was over for a sleepover, uh, back in the day. Uh, and <laughs> many moons ago. Many moons ago. A glow? A yes. Glow. Yes, a glow. 
Um, yeah, we, we, we were up, it was like around like midnight or one-ish and he was like, oh, we should make a short film. And he was like really into Twin Peaks at the time. So we were, <laughs> um, I was like, oh, let's put on all this Twin Peaks music. And, uh, we were, we were up till like four in the morning, we wrote it and the next day we went and shot it. And awesome. Yeah. I think there was only like, there's like a, another day we went back to, to do like one reshoot, but, uh. Uh, we needed it for those all those CGI effects in the film. <laughs> anyway, I, I digress. Uh, all right. Um, a sick feeling roiled his stomach. Is it? Is that a? Is that a thing? Roiled? Yeah. It's, is it? It's roiled. Is, roiled is ro- yeah. Roiled is, is a word. Yeah, it okay. works in context. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I just hadn't heard that before. He threw the stethoscope down and grabbed Daniel by the shoulders, looking into his face. What the hell are you? <laughs> Daniel stared back with bright eyes. He even smiled a little. <laughs> with the corners of his mouth. James felt the tingle of tears. <laughs> I would be in tears if I saw tingle. The, the, the tingle of tears coming out of his, uh, the tip of his penis. Uh, what? No, ew! No. <laughs> No, it was it was like sad, like like it's it was pee. Remember, he wet himself earlier. Whatever. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be that gross. He swept his son up in his arms and hugged him, and Daniel hugged back. Then James <coughs> put his shirt back on him and set him uh, to play. The steth- the stethoscope he decided was broken. <laughs> he threw it in the trash. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Alright, that, that's the first dumb decision of the story. Worthless piece of shit. <laughs> You'll never work in this town again! <laughs> Be gone with ye! <laughs> Things got worse. James' terrors were no longer relegated to the long hours of the night. Now it seemed that some creeping, some skittering and scuttling, some unknowable noise in some dark corner or another filled every second of his day. The thought of how big the house really was was starting to weigh on him. There were so many rooms he wasn't in any in at any given time. So many pieces someone or something could be else could be. He imagined strange figures occupying the rest of his home when he wasn't around, melting into the walls or emerging with the shadows where whenever he turned on the light or opened the door. How would he know if they were there? How would he ever know? Paranoia will destroy him. I mean, he's been he's been having a hard time sleeping, so I imagine it's probably just like he, he's basically hallucinating at this point. Yeah, actually, at this point, how reliable is the dad? Did he really actually see this thing? And mm-hmm. is this all just in? Is this really all? Is this all just in his head? It, I mean, it has to be. Things got worse. James Terror. Oh, no, yeah, I just oh, read that. Just read, well, <laughs> nice no, 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 he's, he's living in a in a time loop. It's so weird. What year is this? <laughs> Soon. Uh, cue um, Laura Palmer screaming in the background, <laughs> which we're not going to do here because it's. She has an intense. She scream. does. Yeah. It is horrifying. Yeah. Soon he didn't even have to be outside of a room to imagine it. When he walked up the stairs, he pictured pale figures lurking beneath them. When he went down the hall, he pictured a crawling thing slithering behind the walls, shadowing his every step. If he sat too long in the same chair, he imagined that it was right behind him. He was never comforted when he turned around and found nothing there, as he could only guess that mean, meant it had moved swiftly and silently behind him once again. Wherever he was look, not looking right now, that was where he imagined it to be. Yeah, he's really letting this get get the best of him. Oh, it's you know what it is? It's the silence. Oh, oh, oh like from yeah, <laughs> like Doctor Who. Yeah, those sil- that silence. Yeah, he's he 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 did see him, but then he forgot he saw him. Oh. <laughs> He was losing his mind, he knew. 
The only thing that helped him cling to sanity was that Daniel seemed undisturbed. Other than his muteness, his behavior was perfectly normal. And whenever he seemed to sense that his father was troubled, he would hug him, or squeeze his hand, or even smile. Sometimes, when he left the room, James cried. Aww. Wow. I, I really, I, I like their, uh, their elaboration on, on the dad's trauma about, like, making sure he wants to protect his son. Right. Yeah. I, I, I like that aspect of it. Me too. One night, he found himself <clears throat> creeping around the house with no lights on at 2 o'clock in the morning. If the intruding thing had taken to violating his, the daytime activities, then he would get revenge by confronting it on its own terms. The night. And really, night was no more frightening to him now than the day. They were almost interchangeable. I hope I hope it, it, it this turns into like a um, what's it uh, nightmare on Elm Street where like they just like he just has this montage sequence of him setting up traps and then there's just this goofy sequence where it's like whoa and just falls down the stairs and Freddy Krueger fighting with a wall yeah he padded barefoot down the halls up the stairs in and out of a of disused rooms it's supposed to be a big house yeah. Yeah, well, he did say it was huge. Like, yeah. that there were so many rooms. He should really yeah. just like. But it's just him and Daniel. What an odd thing. It, it if he, might. If he's really paranoid. He should again, like move to an apartment it, or something. Wouldn't it be interesting if it was like inherited? Like, oh, good point. Like this, it's like this used to be his well, family could, house or that something. That could add credence to the idea if it's inherited that this could be something supernatural. Too, yeah, you I know. know. Uh, sometimes again, small details would make this. Just, just little things sprinkled here and there. Well, the the, the one thing I will say, uh, just just real quick before uh, moving forward, is that a lot of times uh, they they have added in the small details as we go along. I feel like uh, that once once I have like kind of the the proper t- context as we keep going through, I'm like, okay, that that kind of makes sense. It just yeah. should have been placed just in like you know a couple yeah. sentences earlier. Yeah, maybe. exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's how I feel. Uh, sometimes he stopped to listen, hoping to locate it by sound. It was a stealthy, creeping thing, he knew. But it was awkward at times, and it couldn't always keep its strangely shaped limbs from making that distinct, irregular footsteps. The smallest noise would give it away. <laughs> it's made loud farts as it went. <laughs> oh no! Oh damn! There was one room he suspected it spent most of its time in. The spare bedroom. Not a bedroom at all, really. More like a closet just large enough to accommodate a bed if one were so inclined. But it was also full of a lot of Playboy, so he, <laughs> so this weird monster. I've been lonely for so long. <laughs> I just really love it for the article. Uh, it was <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was unpainted and uh, uncarpeted and drafty. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> He'd always meant to fix it up. He didn't come in here very often because he disliked the bare, unused look of it. It made him think of a partially dissected corpse. Weird thought. Okay, but I mean, this guy's kind of this guy's getting letting his uh, imagination get the best of him right now. Anyway, so and well, he's also a CNA as well. So mm-hmm. well, this this guy must have like some or sort was. of. He must have like some sort of like overactive imagination. Like this is this is like the 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 fucked up version of the seven year itch, where he's just like his his event eventually his imagination got so bad that he's just having nightmares all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, he came in though. If the thing made its nest at any one place in the house, this would be it. Of course, there is nothing there now, but that didn't mean there was nothing there. He cursed, running a hand through his sweat damp hair. Fuck! Shit. 
that's, your, the, that's, your, that's what I imagined he was cursing. And the, and the one Kayla's been using most recently has been Muggle Fucker. Uh, yeah, I, Muggle Fucker. Muggle Fucker. I, I, uh, it's because... Because of the McElroy brothers. Yeah, so there's this great bit that the McElroy brothers joke about. It's called Wizard Swears. And there's a point where Griffin says out loud, Muggle fucker. <laughs> and ever since then, it's been stuck. That's a pretty good wizard swear, though. That's a good it is, wizard, no, it's good, fantastic. That's a wizard swear. Oh, yeah. So uh, occasionally, it's just kind of been stuck on my tongue where if something, ha- like, I feel the need to swear, it just rolls off my tongue me saying, Muggle fucker. Yeah. Well, I, I almost imagine it as something uh, Draco being like, you muggle fucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was he missing? How did it hide from him? What was its secret? <clears throat> <laughs> air. Air, meaning me, me, the air. <laughs> he peered into the room's empty corners one by one, getting his faces a few inches from the plaster and floorboards so that he could be certain. Certain! That there was no space for it to be concealed itself. For it to have, for it to conceal itself. Blech, I really struggled with that paragraph for some reason. Uh, which, uh, I actually kind of like that paragraph. I like that it, it's almost like kind of written like his thought process where so he could be certain, certain that there was nothing there. You know what? Considering this story, uh, had a quote from Poe, and we yeah. all know how Poe liked to write from the perspective of, uh, a madman who thinks everything he does is perfectly rational. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, that's a big hint at what we're dealing with here. Absolutely. Yeah, this guy clearly has... This guy been... This guy has probably actually got Daniel under his floorboards or something. Oh, damn. Oh, I'm curious to see how that goes. But yeah, this is clearly paranoia. Like, what... And it kind of makes sense. It could be just a horrible trauma. Maybe he it really was a break-in that scared them both and... Maybe. It, or, it, I mean, Daniel know. acted like it was just a man in a mask, and then, of course, it's just like, well, I, I know I saw this thing, but I'll just believe you, huh? Yeah. Anyway. Also, I still like to imagine that the criminal, where they, they said, like, he was dressed like a typical burglar, so I like to imagine, like, he, he he's like got, like, that, you know, that little, like, face mask, and then, like, you know, the black and white striped. Yes, yeah, he's got the burlap sack over his shoulder. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, yeah, I know he looks like a, <laughs> a stereotypical burglar. Yeah, the hamburglar broke into even, my house. Even if it's supernatural, like, it, these are two individuals going through trauma, and yeah. they never say outright that he's going through trauma, it just shows it, which I really do appreciate. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it does say, like, it seems Daniel's obviously going through trauma by being mute. But then now we're being shown from James's point of view, oh, yeah, this is this is definitely some PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's, what's particularly creepy about it is that we have no idea what's going on with the child. Like, we have no context for what the child is thinking and why it, why he's mute. So it makes it really extra creepy. Yeah. Like, I'm actually kind of invested. Oh. I hope I, I hope the payoffs work. I okay. hope so, too. I do... Also, I, I'm kind of curious because he's on disability. What disability? Yeah. we that, See, that's a big, a big clue. That's mm-hmm. a big hint. Like, we can read deep enough into this. That's like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for the, the, the dad to be, like, in bed and then the, this stop motion spindly creature shows up. is like, go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not the only one who paid. I'm glad I'm not the only one who pictured Jeff. <laughs> oh, joy. This is your life now. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, right, that's good. Right yeah, there. it's yeah. right there. I'm just... Oh, is it? It's right there. He, the light. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's you. Or no, that's it's me. me. No, 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 it's, it's me. you. It's you. It's me. It's you. 
It's me. <laughs> I'm your dad. I'm your dad. No, I'm your dad. No, I'm your dad. Have we have we done this We've on the never show? Never done that bit. Oh boy. Oh my. Really? Really? No, that's not it. I don't think so. I we don't need to give it any additional context. Yeah, we're basically yeah we're we're, yep. we're not gonna say anything about it. Just just, just, just know that they do this often, and it surprises me that it's not even my bit. It's you and Sean's bit. Well, it's actually started with me and Ty. Oh really? Yeah, we we develop we were trying to develop stand up comedy with each other. What? <laughs> and Ty was like, "I've got, I've got, I've got the perfect bit." <laughs> it's like it was like I guess he was coming up with a duo act that he just grabs me by the shirt. He was like, "I'm your dad," and so then I just grabbed him by the shirt. I was like, "I'm your dad." So we just like did this back and forth, and then Sean perfected it by being Sean. Yeah. <laughs> now I know. But the first time you did it, it like I. Almost pissed myself. <laughs> David was in tears. Kayla was there. It was. It was. It was. It was a phenomenal. It's just. Thing. I, I, it wasn't even just. I'm your dad. It was for some reason. It was the exchange. Just the crowd. I'm your dad. And you're like, no, I'm your dad. And they're going, no, I'm your dad. And it was like this dumb argument. Well, just imagine, if you will, you're you're on. You're walking down the street. And you just see two. Grown men grabbing each other by the shirt and just going, "I'm your dad." No, I'm your dad. Like, what is the the, the bizarre what is the context? Yeah. There is none. And uh, and we 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 gave way more context than we promised earlier. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, no context. Sorry. However, however, okay. here's the context. We have to get back into this horror story. But yeah, let's yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about this, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's the best joke. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. All right. The light bulb flickered. He froze. My. God, he thought. It's on the ceiling. He pictured it crawling above him like a huge, pale lizard. <laughs> it probably came out of Ed's nut. Oh my god. Uh, have you heard of that yet? No. My buddy, had, my buddy Ed had three balls. They... He had one of them removed, but I think it was the wrong one. What? That's a, that, you'll get to that episode. Okay. You gotta it's a good, listen it's to a good it. One. You're gonna yeah, it's a good one. I, I've been going through. I've been going through the the the, the back catalog of uh, of UCA lately, and it's uh, <laughs> it's been it's been a wonderful ride. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you're it. Oh yeah, very much so. Uh, uh, all right. Sorry, pale lizard. So like a pale lizard. That's how it gets around. He thought. That's how it escapes any time I sh- uh, should have it cornered. That's how it escapes anytime I should have it cornered. Okay. Yep. Um, it just scuttles up the wall and hides right over my head. He imagined it dangling down behind him like a spider. If I turn around, he thought, it will be there, hanging with its face right next to mine. He held his breath. He did not want to turn around, but he had no choice. It was between him and the door. With a quiet sob, he rounded on his heels. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Go to sleep. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't he feel better if it was right there and then he could attack it? <laughs> it just like, turns around, roundhouse kicks it. <laughs> he, Chuck Norris is Of course he was alone. There was no man on the ceiling. He checked twice. Maybe it crawled out and was waiting for him in the hall. But when he checked there, the coast was once again clear. It should have been a relief, but it was not. After all, it had to be in here somewhere. If the ceiling was not its trick, that just meant it was something else. Something even more strange, even more clever. It was the Predator. <laughs> he went to Daniel's room. He had not stopped checking on him at night, like he always had. This time, though, rather than open the door, he listened at first, pressing his ear against the grain of the cheap wood and holding his breath. Terrified that he would hear a skittering sound on the other side of the barrier, what he heard instead shocked him more. Daniel was talking to someone. Oh! Oh, shit! shit. 
I was gonna say it was like the theme song of Doogie Howser, but that's way more terrifying. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> this kid has been mute, and then now it's like, oh, okay, um, yeah, that's actually kind of creepy. That's a good mm. way to build up. James recoiled for a second, and then, when he caught his breath, he all but kicked in the door. Daniel was already awake, indeed, sitting up in bed, but he was not saying anything now. The light flashed on, and James stalked halfway into the room before stopping, suddenly torn. What did he want more, to confirm that his son could speak again, or to find whoever he was speaking to? So I feel kind of bad. Every time it's come back to Kale, it's been these one, I know! one sentence. It's <laughs> like sentence, sentence, like long paragraph, long paragraph, one sentence. Long paragraph, long paragraph, one sentence. Uh, I mean, you can take this next one, or well, I mean, that'll... that'll... Why don't you take the one after, why don't you take the next, like, two? Because yeah. one of them is a one, literally one sentence. Yeah, I'll do okay. that. So yeah, I'll, you'll read the next two after this one. Yeah. Um, the creak of the door hinge settled the matter for him. He ran to the closet and threw it open. There was nothing inside, or at least nothing that shouldn't be there. He swept aside clothes on their hangers, but nothing was hiding between them. Then he dragged the toy box out and emptied it on the floor. Nothing. He combed along the bare walls and floor, and yes, the ceiling pushed aside every uh, last bit of rubbish and stray knickknacks so that he could be sure, absolutely sure, that nothing was hiding. All the while, Daniel watched him. He probably thought he was like, what are you doing, Dad? Dad, this is weirder than the weird Spider-Man that broke in here. <laughs> Shut up, son. I'm your dad. Also, you're talking again. <laughs> oh, uh... Uh, <laughs> he just jumps out the window. <laughs> After a few minutes, James was panting and covered in sweat, and the closet was bare, and there was neither intruders nor answers inside. It struck him as funny somehow, and he started to laugh very quietly. <laughs> oh, yeah. He kicked, you know. He kicked his son's toys out of the way as he went to sit down on the bed, dazed. He became aware all at once of several things, first being that he had not slept in days and was nowhere near his right mind. The second was how close he had come to really losing it. For good. Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> uh, tomorrow, he decided. They would both sleep until the afternoon. And when he did wake up, he and Daniel would get out of this creaky old house. No more staying cooped up like prisoners. And no more checkups and no more dreams about monsters. He would take the bars off the windows. It was time to get back to living like real people again. It was time to... James saw it when he brushed his hand through Daniel's hair. He pulled Daniel a little too roughly closer. Uh, his son uh, acquiesced to the examination without fidgeting or complaint as James pawed the side of his head, hoping that what he was seeing w- would somehow s- stop being apparent. He stared and stared until he ached from not blinking, but there was no denying what was right in front of his eyes. Daniel was missing an ear. Oh! No, he realized with mounting nausea. Both ears. Oh! There is no injury, no incision, no mark where they should have been. Simply smooth, blank flesh, as blank as Daniel's quiet, unperturbed demeanor. Okay, yeah, that's. <laughs> he has no voice, wow. no heartbeat, no ears. This is getting creepy. Mm. He's uh. <laughs> oh boy, I, I, how much do you want to bet this kid like turns out to be like a teddy bear that he was just. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm thinking more that he's turning into the Sandman or something. Oh, he's the Sandman? Or, or no, Daniel is turning into Oh. Sandman. That's one theory. Gross. I have. 
Yeah. yeah, this is interesting. I, I'm not. I'm still convinced somehow it's gonna it's gonna all be revealed to all have been in the dad's head. I'm we'll, wondering about that too. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I remember that in the lyrics of the song though, Mister Sandman. I'm your son. <laughs> I have no ears I, and I, I have a gun. I know. I'm starting to worry. What if this is all a dream? <laughs> That's pretty good. No, 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 no. What if it's all a dream? It could all. Oh, it's oh. a really, really long, exaggerated nightmare. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Ah. Like not not suck as far as storytelling goes, although it's usually kind of a cheap move, but the setup here has been good it, enough. The way that the story flows does kind of have that dream quality, because things just happen and you don't realize details until they get brought up. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. it's just kind of thrown into the thick of it. It starts in the middle, kind of like where a dream would, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, that... Um, so if that is the case, then I retract my earlier statement about there not being enough details at the beginning because the, the uh, one one of my favorite moments from uh, Inception was when he's having the conversation with uh, Ellen Page. You've seen this movie, yes, right? of okay. course. All right, I just want to make sure. Uh, 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 what's it? Um, Leonardo DiCaprio is having a conversation with Ellen Page, and they're in the middle. They're sitting at this market. And they're having like just a normal conversation, and uh, she's like, you know, obviously I'd I'd remember things. Uh, uh, Would you, know. you? And she was like, he was like, Would you? How did we get here? And like, there was, she was like, uh, and I was like, Oh my god, I've had that exact same feeling in dreams. Yeah, I'm like, right. hey, how did I get here? Right. Or the parts of dreams you remember where you wake up like, I don't know what happened before this, but I swear it would explain why I was in this situation. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. So like, it's interesting. Now again, we might be giving this story too much credit. It might just be an entity, and in which case. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. James swept him up into his arms and ran into the hall. He was not sure where he was going or what he meant to do when he got there. He just knew that there was now nothing more important than getting his son out of that house. But their path was cut off. A naked man sat in the hallway with his back to them. No, not a man. James recognized his stretched limbs and stooped shoulders. The pale thing squatted on its haunches, rocking back and forth like it was pal- palsied. Well, it, it it was it was constipated actually. <laughs> It almost seemed to be in pain. James hugged his son closer and backed away. Then he heard Daniel's voice. Daddy. Uh, you mind if I read these next two? or? Sure, yeah. take them both. Okay. James turned to Daniel and he heard the voice again. Daddy. Jeez. Should we go? He's checking the mix right and peek it. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you didn't peek right? it. I, I have good vocal control. <laughs> uh, but Daniel's lips hadn't moved. James looked back at the hunched figure. Its head jerked when it talked, like a tick. Hello, Dad E. <laughs> Emphasis on the E. It says Dad, and then, like, there's two E's. Uh, James' mouth went dry. It took several tries before he could speak. Don't call me that. <laughs> I'm not your dad! No, I'm, I'm not, not your dad! No, I'm not your dad! No, I'm not your dad! <laughs> it is. This voice's name for you. Uh, should I take this next Yeah, time? go ahead. We'll just do two at a time for a bit here. Okay. Go away! Leave my family alone! I didn't kill my wife! Give me back my family! Oh shit, though, this is pretty crazy. So he said, go away, leave my family alone! But I am your family. Ooh. Also, is that a period after I am? Yeah, yeah. I am, but I am. But I am. Your family. Your family. The longer it talked, the more the voice became distorted and blurred. Okay, that's a, okay. Uh, an icy feeling nestled in James' stomach. Who are you? Someone who came to visit. Why here? You invited me. James' heart thudded against the inside of his chest. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I had something you wanted. Oh, interesting. Oh. James, uh, sorry. Uh, 
It's you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, James licked his dry lips. You're lying. You don't have anything I want. I want you to leave. Leave and never come back. Who is Daniel's mother? Ooh. Oh. James blinked. What? Who is Daniel's mother? What the hell kind of question is that? How old is Daniel? Okay, maybe I, the, the details I was asking for. Yeah, there yeah. were. Oh, oh it's all coming back. Ah. Damn, all right. We were judging it way too quickly. Yeah. James blinked again. The thing's voice caused a pinching pain in the center of his forehead. Stop asking me these things. When is Daniel's birthday? I, I don't know. What is his middle name? Shut up! What was his first word? I said shut up! I, you... <laughs> I just figured strong bad. I said shut up! I'm anchored in the shape of my pants! <laughs> James wanted to tear the thing apart with his bare hands. Only the heaviness of Daniel in his arms kept him where he was. Oh, I, I could... Yeah, you, go ahead. You were alone. You wanted a son. Ooh. So I made one for you. Ooh. James' hands began to shake. That doesn't make sense. Made out of what? Out of myself. James' stomach turned over. But now, I need those parts back. <laughs> He's strong bad now, just saying. <laughs> Daniel picked at James's shoulder to get his attention. Something was strange about Daniel's face. Danny, open your eyes. Daniel scrunched his eyes shut tighter. Uh, Daniel scrunched his eyes shut tighter. Uh, the, it doesn't need mm. shut. Shut is unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Open your eyes. Danny? Danny, open your eyes. Open your eyes. Daniel shook his head, trying to refuse, but he couldn't hold it forever. Eventually, his eyelids flicked up, and James saw the truth. Daniel's eyes were gone. Fuck! Jeez. Fuck! James almost dropped him. For a second, he wanted to throw his son down so that he could stop looking into those empty holes in his face. Daniel opened his mouth as if to speak, but of course, he had no voice. Oh. He is coming back to pee a part of me again. No, 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 no. Give him back. Give him back. I cannot. It has been too long. I warned you this would happen. You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. You're lying. You're a fucking liar. Give me my son back. Give me my son. Give me back my son. Give me back my son. <laughs> I do not lie. I warned you. He could not exist forever. But you do not remember. You can only remember what I want you to. You forgot all the times we have talked. Mm. Oh my! Do you, should I read this? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, now we're kind of we're kind of back to longer paragraphs again. So Daniel felt like a doll or an empty bag. His hair. Do you ever feel like an empty dog? Oh, <laughs> damn that. Uh, I gotta say though, uh, that this is this has turned out pretty crazy. I'm 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 enjoying this ride. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to get interested. This is kind of cool. I, mean, I, I was interested before, but now I'm like, okay, yeah. So right. Sandman made him a son, but it's also this is also kind of like uh, trying to cheat the devil type of scenario where he was like he asked the Sandman for a son, I guess. But is this Geppetto? Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's Geppetto. He has made a wooden boy. Yeah, I want the real son. I want the real son. Not this bag of sand. Uh, but, but, Do you ever feel but I, I, I like, like a bag of sand. But I, I like, I like the, the idea that, um, 
you know, he was trying to, you know, when you do that thing where you make a deal with the devil, but you have to phrase it really oh. specifically. So he's like, you didn't have to say that you'd remember that you promised I would get him back. Yeah, yeah. The same man is probably like that. Yeah. Um, his hair was falling out. Oh. Oh, disappearing before it touched the ground. His hands vanished into his sleeves and his feet rolled up inside his pants cuff. James cradled the tiny shapeless thing. Tears streamed down his face. Soon he held a pile of empty clothes and then those two were gone. Ooh. Oh. He, he looked around the house. Toys disappeared. Photos oh. vanished from oh, their no. frames. <laughs> Woody and Buzz. <laughs> no! Yeah, Mr. Potato Jeez. Head. No! Dude, they got Thanos snapped. <laughs> this is Thanos. Daniel's little shoes were no longer by the door. Oh. James turned toward so Daniel's nice room and confronted a wall where the door should be. He groped the blank, the blank surface, fingertips scrambling. He hit his head against the wall. The pain didn't feel real. Why did you do this? I gotta say, I really love the detail about his little shoes weren't by the door. That That's, actually makes yeah. me really sad. Yeah, wow. It was what you wanted. And I learned so much. This is impossible. People ask, people wonder, the police, the hospitals, the people in the neighborhood. They have already forgotten him. They only remembered what I wanted them to. Like you. Well, that's nice. <laughs> at least they remember him. Uh, James pressed his hands to his aching skull. Will I at least remember him after this? You can try. Or, no, you can try. But your mind will fail you. Now that everything he was is a part of me again. James sat on the floor looking at the blank wall. Out of the corner of his eye, he saw the thing creep toward him and even felt its wet hand on his shoulder, but he did not look at it. If I won't remember any of this, he said, then why tell me? Because a father should know. And then James was alone. Fuck. Oh, there's more. We got it. There's a page break here. And then we get the rest of this. Yeah, three, three, three stars in the middle. Or uh, what are those? Asterisks, maybe? Yeah, asterisks. Yeah, there's three asterisks yep. to break the page. Asterisks. Um, so uh, Abigail worried about James sometimes. When they met a year ago, he said that he had never been married and he had never had kids. But there was a certain pained expression he assumed when he said the last part. Abigail knew that look. She had met parents who had lost children before. He learned to recognize it. And there were other things about him that worried her, too. Sometimes she would find him staring at a particular spot on the wall, brow furrowed in concentration. He did not seem to realize he was doing it. And of course, there was the insomnia and the sleepwalking to consider, too. Yes, there was lots to worry about, but she loved him all the same. James still said he'd never had kids, and neither had she. She long want, uh, she lo she'd long wanted one, but it was impossible, and she worried that James wouldn't stay with a woman who couldn't be a mother, though he constantly assured her that it was not so. There were times, and more and more often of late, uh, where were the nights where when James took to sleepwalking, and even Abigail imagined that she'd heard uh, strange scuttling noises in the house and saw impossible shapes in dark corners. When she thought she would do anything, absolutely anything, if it meant having a little daughter for she and James to raise. At, at those moments, she became truly afraid, but never knew why. Credited to Tamlin. Good job, Tamlin. Wow. Fuck. Wow. You got us. You know what? I like how intentionally ambiguous that ending can kind of be, too. Yeah. Was it really all in his head? Is it? Is there something... There's some presence following him around, but we, it's not explained why. In a weird way, it is kind of like he, ha he... It was a dream for him. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah, well, he was, like, sleepwalking. He is the Sandman. 
Well, uh, is is it part of the Sandman lore to grant people things that they want and then... No, it's just to put them to sleep. And it grants them... you pleasant dreams, though. And oh, does it? Maybe this is what the idea is, that this was all just a pleasant dream for him. Oh, interesting. And uh, what's what's interesting, what I think is interesting about the ending is that the implication is she might also make the same deal with Sandman and end up being in the same place that he is. Yeah. That's, man... That explains a lot of the maps and details that we weren't getting earlier in the story. Like, to sort of roll back and think about all the stuff that didn't happen before, why some things were just vague until random moments, and you're like, it is like a lucid dream or something. The only couple details I wish I would have known a touch earlier was like, okay, Daniel's his son, like, add the father part. Also, maybe mention... Oh, he is on disability. I, we still don't know why he was on disability. Yeah, I thought that was gonna be more of a plot point. Well, uh, technically, was any of that was any of that part of it real? I don't know. That, actually, that's the thing; it doesn't get brought up. Um, a, a couple of details that could be a little tweaked better, but for the most part, yeah, the story is still pretty strong. Now that I, now that I see like um, the reason why, and also that detail about like his son's feet can't reach the the ends reach the floor. If it would have said his son, um, again, that would have made it better. But at least it gives us an idea that it's a young son. So that's not a bad detail to have. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they, like, uh, there were, there were uh, I, I agree with you that uh, at the beginning there could have been, like, a couple minor details. But uh, honestly, the um, once I understand what's happening in the story, that whole setup makes complete sense to me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, this was... Um... This was great. I actually really liked this one. Yeah. In the end. And a little rough around in places, yeah, for sure. But honestly, I think what it, it executes what it, it set out to do pretty well. Yeah, I like absolutely. The, I like the subtle. And it's, it's like spooky, but also sad. Yeah. You know? They, well, uh, this writer, what was it, Tam Lin? Tam Lin. Yeah, Tam Lin really, uh, nailed, like, some of those little details, particularly the shoes by the door, which just fucking got me real bad. <laughs> there are real little, there are little moments that are really good in this story. Little, little narrative moments. Yeah. Absolutely. And I apologize, Tam Lin, for judging you way too early. Like, <laughs> yeah, we were all like, what? Oh, well, this is bullshit. Why wouldn't they say this about this? Well, because it's part of the story, dumbass. Well, that's why, <laughs> yeah. this is why we read it blind and we also talk. We, we, and to a degree, we're all being kind of chuckleheads about this. And, yeah, you know exactly. what? Yeah. Maybe those small. Uh, here's the thing, too. Once, if I feel like if those details were mentioned earlier, maybe explain why he's on disability. Just those slight things. It would satisfy us enough so that later on we don't need to question that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, maybe the only thing about having like some of those extra details at the beginning would kind of. Uh, settle you into a little bit more so you don't question it as much. Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, it's it's a weird line that you would have to walk where you, you give enough details that you you read it as a normal story, but then not too much where when you go back later on and you're like, wait a second, yeah, wh- who, who is who is uh, uh, Daniel? Where's his mom? What, what were all these details that I didn't notice before? Also, maybe if it's like we want to be confused, like, oh, um, why... Why, uh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking. Um, like, oh, how old is Daniel? Because that was something we were like, yeah. well, how old is he? Is he like, um, maybe you can mention, like, it's summertime. Like, uh, mention that. Because that means it doesn't matter how old he is. During the summer, kids are at home. Yeah. So. Give us some plausible deni- deniability. Yeah, some, exactly. additional suspension of disbelief. Uh, yeah, I, again, I still like are... that he was 37, though. That was a weird detail. <laughs> <laughs> really again, these are all very, just slight, small details just to... 
uh, encapsulate the writer a bit more. But, I mean, clearly it still did what it was set out to do. It did a great job. I didn't know where this was going at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. And not only that, what a great way to show trauma or PTSD. Yeah. Yeah, like, actually. Yeah, the, the the only uh, the only thing that I thought didn't uh, read well was when he threw his stethoscope in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's like the only detail that I was like, well, that's kind of dumb. But I mean, it also could be a dream, so that useless machinery. Yeah, again, yeah. waking dream. Yeah, so it makes a lot of it more plausible once you know what's what's going on. Also, one one detail that I do love is that in categories, it's being memes and mental illness. <laughs> meme is the fact this there's probably a design for what the sandman looks like yeah well we should... that or the meme is um that or the, the meme has something to do with the, that that notion of the sandman i don't know that's Could true be. well look, look up and see if there's a there's a sandman photo we'll, we'll make it the, <laughs> or you'll um, make it the the art for the uh well we well, i don't want to use art without you know asking permission from the artist if i can avoid of it so let me see okay well all right well i'll, I'll describe to you what the sandman looks like Okay. Uh, he looks like, uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> that, that's it. He just looks like Michael Jordan. <laughs> um, oh! The art I'm seeing is just, like, it's the, the stock sort of image that us- people usually use for, uh... Isn't um, that usually... He kind of looks like Gollum, Doesn't actually. that usually get used for, like, the rake? Yeah, or for the Russian sleep experiment. That, yeah. that particular gr- gruesome-looking thing. So yeah, there's... just imagine generic creepypasta art, basically, at this yeah. point. If you guys, yeah, all I see if is... If there are any artists out there, it doesn't have to be Beth, uh, who want to try and design uh, the Sandman-type character, um, I'm all, I'm definitely won't discourage that. I yeah. go for it, please. Right. Here's, 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 here's the rules, though. Don't look up uh, what other people have done for Sandman and just base it off of this description. Uh, it looks like a cross between Voldemort and Gollum <laughs> from uh, Lord of the Rings. Of course, I put in the Sandman, and one of the images is, of course, uh, Morpheus from Neil Gaiman's and oh, Neil Gaiman's Endless. Um, and I see one that really makes me sad. Your it's a, a series of images that say your heroes wear capes, my heroes wear hoods, and it's just a bunch of creepy pasta villains that wear hoodies. Oh, it's Jeff, it's Ticky Toby, it's. Eyeless Jack and some other someone else. I don't know. I don't care about these characters at all. Anyway. I mean, the 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 only the the only hero who wears a hood that I care about is the pasta shade. Where the hell is that guy anyway? He's working hard. I'm actually uh, glad you mentioned this. He's been taking some time to recuperate after being with, pulled back out of the zeitgeist. Nice. And he is currently working on uh, preparations for October. He doesn't Ooh. want to overwork the staff because the staff have been working themselves to the basically grave dust yeah. while he's been away. But um, there will be some new Midnight Mariner episodes yeah. this October, including one that might be written by certain people in this room. Ooh. I wonder who could that could be. I don't know, Ben. <laughs> Everyone's really creepily staring at me. Ben. <laughs> Yeah, that, that 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 would be pretty pretty rad, wouldn't it? It would be pretty rad. We've got a couple um we got a couple episodes uh in in the roster. I know I've already talked about how um Alan has written one that we he wrote a while ago and we're still like in sort of the the production phase on and but then uh, Ben has written one as well that we are planning to put together. Hopefully it'll all work out. It just depends. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff going on. Speaking of which, I can finally say that we are uh performing at Midsummer Stream again this year. Woo! Yeah! So that's in uh, Long Beach, California. We're going to be at the Long Beach Convention Center for Midsummer Screen, which is a great sort of Halloween horror and like haunted attraction convention. Um, 
We're going to be specifically performing, I think, from 6 to 7 on Saturday the 3rd. Awesome. And uh, I don't want to say too much about what we're doing yet, but it's going to tie in nicely with the fact that uh, this year marks the 50th anniversary of Disneyland's Haunted Mansion, and that's a major theme that's being played up at the convention this year. That's so right. So we're going to also kind of dip our toe into that as well. Anyone who's listened to this long enough and to Midnight Marinara long enough knows that we all love the Haunted Mansion. So Speaking of uh, um, Disney, this is coming up probably July 16th on Tuesday. Yes. So tomorrow is the final day to hand in your... Um, uh, Disney creepy pasta challenge uh, writings. Uh, Woo! Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, it'll be it's due at eleven fifty nine p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. So uh, get those in. Uh, you can check out the competition rules on uh, the Midnight Marinara uh, YouTube page. You can uh, look up Disney creepy pasta Disney pasta writing challenge. Yeah, we want the info on that. We've actually gotten a lot of entries. Yeah. Right now we've got over we've got over ten entries and and that's slowly climbing. I'm glad to see that people are rising to it. And to each and everybody who's entered, and I won't say names yet at this point. Thank you all. Like I I haven't read a, a lot of them yet. I want to wait till they've all been submitted. But a couple of them have caught my eye, and I thought to myself, oh, that's that's some interesting presentations for that one. So hmm. I'll be sharing them with Kayla pretty soon here, and uh, we'll. And we'll be uh, evaluating them as we go on. It's so. it's really weird. There's just this big stack of manuscripts over in the corner. And I'll just say, I'm going to marry your dad, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just that over and over and over again. Everybody just says it's that buzz, that uh, cracked article. Or was it cracked? It was cracked, yeah. The, yeah, that cracked article. The, the, sometimes they really hit, tickle that funny bone, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't cracked. What am I thinking? Was it cracked? Was it, oh, no, 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 it, no, it was crack. click hole. Click hole. Click hole. Oh, wow. click hole's the best. Wow, my brain. <laughs> you, ever, you ever play that game where um, uh, that was on Clickhole, where you're George Lucas and you have to try and invent Star Wars? No, that's no. a thing? Yeah, yeah, it's surprisingly harder than you'd think. Like, one of them involves kidnapping Akira Kurosawa, and then he, he, you accidentally kill him. And then one of the scenarios, you have to, like, lie to Harrison Ford in a believable way so he doesn't discover <laughs> Akira Kurosawa's corpse. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, I gotta look this up. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. That sounds awesome. Uh, um, freshness ratings. Freshness ratings for uh, for the Sandman. I will give this. Uh, I will give this uh, one heart out of a, a brain and courage. I'll, gi- I'll give this an off to never, never. Doom. Um, I give this one sandbag of a child out of no shoes by the door. Oh, <laughs> no, beautiful! Legitimately, this was awesome. I really enjoyed this. Isn't story. it nice when we get to read a good story? This this takes the sting away from us having read Sonic EXE. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm kind. Of, you'd be glad you weren't there Ben's for that like, one. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> well, ben, Ben's usually up for for terrible stories. Yeah. Considering considering your inauguration, because because you know I, I want to remind people again. Ben was there at the very beginning. He was there for the pilot episode. That, by the way, is only available on Patreon. I want to take a moment while I'm here right now to say, um, I realize things have been a little weird on Patreon and I haven't, uh, I've been still trying to figure out the best way to handle rewards while Midnight Marinara's structure changes. But everybody who's stuck with me so far and, uh, you know, continues donating on the month, you guys are great. Thank you so much. Um, like it means, it means a lot to me. You are the angels that we all wish for. Yes. And we are the Sandmen that we... We're the, we the Sandmen who deliver you a baby and then make you forget it. <laughs> uh, but if you want to hear that episode, it is one of the exclusives that is available to patrons on 
uh, on the Midnight Marinara uh, slash UCA Patreon. So. Well, that that one's a lot of fun. It was it was a real good start, I think, to this series that really has blossomed, and you you created something a, a lot of fun to listen to. I'm glad. Uh, and and I also love the uh, I believe the other Patreon exclusive is the uh, uh, what's it the the diamond. <laughs> What's it? The story that uh, you you heard in in a class? Uh, Merry Christmas! Yeah, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Read by uh, mi- read by a uh, Midnight Marinara voice acting veteran Nick Atwell. Yeah, and I've made it a point <laughs> every time I've been on this podcast to be like, pay what, however much money. Every single time you come on, you're like, hey, do it just for Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas is absolutely is, insane. is a hell of a thing. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, all right, so um, do you think it's about time we go get ice cream? I yeah, it's, it's I always we, ice cream yeah, time. I think we've earned it. We definitely have earned it. But is it? I mean, are we gonna have to go to sleep to get it? No, no. Thankfully, um, just remember to sleep with one eye open, gripping your pillow. What happened to my ears? My ears are gone. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of CreativeHorror.com, a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at CreativeHorror.com. <laughs>